0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Life, love, and liberty. It's Monica Matthews. Welcome back to The Monica Matthews Show. If you hear a dog barking, it's because I'm self-quarantining like the rest of you working from home. <laughs> and I'm outside, in my lovely garden enjoying the flowers and spring and all things that remind me that creation knows what we are being tempted to forget this is resurrection season this is resurrection week all of the beautiful flowers and the pollen and all the things that make us sneeze indicate that life is blooming all around us. So, yesterday on my show, on my regular radio broadcast on my Atlanta station 95.5 FM WSB radio, I stated that there's a 97% survival rate of. The 21 some odd percent of folks who end up hospitalized due to COVID-19. So I'm going to repeat that. There's a 97% survival rate. I think that's important for us to focus on because I'm seeing more uh, posts on Facebook of people I know personally who are testing positive. So I want to speak that life over us and that resurrection over you um, if you're struggling, if you've been diagnosed, if you know someone who has been diagnosed so you can pollinate uh, you know, people's lives beginning in your own with life, with messages of life, not messages of death. This is resurrection season and I want to talk about assigning values, assigning a value to the voices you listen to on the radio. Um, on, on the air, on your television screen, in movies, entertainment, uh, people in your life, your pastors, your mentors, business associates, uh, quote specialists and experts, you know, assign a value. And I want to start with the assigning of value to truth. I want to start by assigning a value to truth. You know why? Because from the foundations of the earth, you were personally assigned a value. By faith, I believe that we were each assigned a value by God. That's what this week is about. It is your value come to roost. It it is it is the manifestation of the value that God has placed on you as His created beloved. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, that is so poetic. It is magical. It is life. It is love. And it is liberty. It is everything my show stands for. It is my tagline. He, from the foundations of the world, assigned his love to come here in this chaotic, crazy some days it's just nothing more than a putrid hellhole of bickering and fighting and incestuous politics and, and theft and greed and lust and perversions and you know everything that comes with a Luciferian spirit. But everything in the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and that begins with you. Not just the birds and the bees and the flowers. But it begins with you. You were created in his image and his likeness as a spirit being. And then he blew life into you as he formed you from the dust. Now think about what comes under attack in COVID-19 cases where people end up hospitalized. It is your ability to breathe. It is your breathing mechanism. It is your respiratory system. So start in your prayer time. I would encourage you. I prayed this over the prime minister, Boris Johnson, who is now in ICU um, due to COVID-19 complications. He was moved just this afternoon. And I decided that this would be a good time uh, to lift him up in prayer. But with that, you know, I prayed that light that God's breath would return to his lungs, any uh, inflammation and complications that, um, that his body is going through right now. That those would be um, those would be set to the side and in submission to the power, the life giving power of the breath of God over his body. And I pray that in faith. And I would pray that over you. I pray that over myself, my own house, people I know who have suffered. When I'm called to pray, that's what I pray for specifically. God's breath would revive the lungs, the respiratory. He's the first person who breathed into us as created beings. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. So there's so much beauty around us. So I really want to focus this week in my podcast on the beauty of resurrection. Uh, everything from resurrecting ourselves, our spirits, our bodies, our families, our professions, our economy, um, but really hunkering down to just take little bitty sample bites of little steps that we can take for revival. For to to in this time of retreat, I'm looking at a pillow right now on my outside my outdoor couch, and it's this beautiful you know like lumbar pillow, and it says retreats in this beautiful font. And then it gives you the definition of retreat and it's a place affording peace, quiet, privacy or security. So as we retreat this week into that Psalm 91 place, which if you didn't sign up for my newsletter, please do so at monicamatthews.com and I will be happy to forge you my newsletter. Um, I talked about Psalm 91 of that newsletter briefly today. It's like a, it's a two to three minute read tops and it really is just there to inspire you. I do not fill up your inbox with a bunch of mail. You're not going to hear from me every day. If anything, you're going to, you, you may be aggravated that you don't hear from me enough. Some people are, but I realize you all have other things going on and I prefer to speak with you and communicate and connect with you via the airwaves. So um, my newsletters, you know, they're chock full of life, love and liberty And uh, we talked about retreating in Psalm 91. You know, shelter in place begins for those of us who believe um, in the word of God as as truth and as as a place of safety, a harbor for safety and for health and for life and liberty. The first place we begin is in Psalm 91. That is the perfect shelter in place position for us to be in on all levels. You know why? Because it not only protects us from things like plagues that are going on in the earth, and I do believe this is a plague, and I do not believe it's sent from God, because I turned to Isaiah 54 and realized that he tells me and you that they will gather against us. The enemy will gather against us. Death will gather against us. Sickness will gather against us. If he sent himself, his son, here if he sent himself, himself, gosh, sorry, himself in the form of, in the body, the embodiment of his son to save us from death, hell, destruction, all manner of disease, all diseases, all sin, why would he then fashion a plague against us in the era and the dispensation of grace and mercy as he is drawing us unto himself? Just ask yourself that very simple basic question but you would also have to do it from the prism of understanding that you are the beloved and god is not an angry bitter father who's out to get you and honestly full disclosure that's something that i've struggled with my whole life and many of you do too um but i believe in in my in the marrow of my bones that he is love he is not it's not just a characteristic it it is who he is And so God is good and he called us good as his created beings and he loves us implicitly. So and unconditionally. So in this in this dispensation and understanding where we are, you know, you have to you have to kind of just get down to the bare bones and ask yourself, okay, he says in Isaiah 54, I'm not going to send them against you. They will they will gather of themselves, okay, to come against you, but no weapon formed against you. Shall prosper. That is a promise. So I want you to hold on to that promise. It probably feels like everything else is prospering, but your bank account right now. And I understand that too. And that is a very um, normal human, uh, you know, thing to be concerned about. We are told to provide for our families first. We are to we are told that if we don't work, we don't eat. You know, that's not just a Republican principle, by the way. That is a that is a Judeo-Christian uh, principle that you don't work, you don't eat. That doesn't mean you won't have the poor with you. It doesn't mean you don't take care of the widows and the orphans and and look out for your neighbor and, and be ready in season and out to be able to provide that loaf of bread. Not just, hey, I'll pray for you. But when someone shows up at your door and says, I'm hungry, we are called to be in a position to be able to share what we have. Or in the case of the widow, give the last little bit that you do have and watch God work a miracle. And he does. And I can tell you that with certainty because I'm a widow and I've done it. And he has been beyond faithful in that area of my life. So I want to encourage you guys not to give in to a spirit of greed right now. A fear of lack. A spirit of lack. This is not the time. This is the time for you to pray um, for creative ideas. Especially around the area of your professions and your finances. This is a beautiful time. For you to pivot, it's a beautiful time for you to go after that thing that you know God's been calling you to, but your job was so comfy, so cushy, so was your so was your 401k, so were your medical benefits. everything that you've relied upon has just now possibly been snatched out from under you. but He's not going to abandon you in that. Please do not make a permanent decision in a temporary situation. Let's say that again, please do not make a permanent decision in a temporary situation. We need you. Your family needs you. It may not feel like it. This is not your fault. You are not a loser. If you only had 50 bucks to your name and you didn't save, you squandered all your money. It's okay. Pick up. Tomorrow's a new day. Matter of fact, tomorrow morning, God's mercies will be brand new. And whenever you ask him for wisdom, according to his word, he applies it to your brain liberally without finding fault. That is a promise. So you don't have to show up with all your crap and all your guilt and all your self-pity. Just show up and ask in faith. Just the grain of the mustard seed. The grain of a mustard seed. Do you know how little that is? That's all the faith you have to have to believe in what he says. And to seek him with all your heart, soul, and mind. And he will meet you exactly where you are. And begin to provide you with the means and with the ideas. And with the hope and the joy and the revelation that we need to move past this plague in the midst of the plague, while we are sheltering in place, not only by mandate of our government here in the earth, but um, as the admonition goes in Psalm 91. Okay, so yesterday, if you missed that broadcast, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. I had on with me Professor Ron Carlson. He is a UGA law professor. He is one of our senior legal analysts at my radio station here in Atlanta, Georgia. He is a constitutional scholar. He is brilliant. He is priceless. He is a gem. And he is my go-to for all things constitutional. Um, there's a lot of, it's just chock full of information. Some of you are worried about, well, why can't we assemble? Are they trying to take our First Amendment right from us? Um, you know, what do you mean they're going to force us to vaccinate? Can they do that? He answers those questions. And I, and I want to draw your attention to something very important that he said That And I went back and listened to my interview with him yesterday. It's just, it's 30 minutes. It's commercial free. You can find it at my website, MonicaMatthews.com. You can also find it on WSBRadio.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. That's why it's important for you to sign up for both of my podcasts. One is attached to my radio station and my terrestrial broadcasts. The other one is attached to simply my Monday through Friday podcasts, which have been a little scarce lately because of the virus and other things that I've been preoccupied with. But I am here to inform and answer questions that you have and to engage with you on this platform Um, as much as humanly possible during this time for me on my podcast but you will find two podcasts of mine on iTunes, Stitcher and other download mediums you can um, you can subscribe to both and you will get updates but and they're commercial free it's kind of the beauty of that for some of you who get really tired of having to deal with commercials on my radio platform but trust me that's how we keep the lights on so commercials are a good thing for us um, but it's about 30 minutes of your time answers so many questions about your 10th Amendment, the 5th Amendment, the 1st the and the 2nd Amendment, actually. And, but the number one word that kept coming back around was a reasonable, reasonableness. Reasonableness has to be taken in consideration whenever you're talking about emergency powers and whether or not they can truncate the Constitution. Love that word. So can they truncate, can they, I love that, because subvert truncate i love words as you all know but can they can they i think most of you are afraid that they will forever be altered that that with a with a reasonable ability that they can and will forever be altered well you know what once you listen to my broadcast you'll find out that some of you are not wrong about that especially in the area of vaccinations and there's already precedent set there's, uh, there's case law to this. It's gone all the way up to to the Supreme Court. It's not that you wouldn't be able to appeal it and fight it, but you would probably suffer the consequences, just like Pastor Jacobson did. Uh, you know, in nineteen what year was that? Nineteen oh five, I believe. I think it was nineteen oh five. It was at nineteen oh five during a smallpox outbreak. So we are, we already have precedent that's been set on this, and whenever. The greater good is at stake. See, some of you are like, "This is crap. The numbers aren't the numbers aren't lining up." Dr. Fauci's a liar, and he's in bed with Bill Gates and vaccinations, and they're all trying to vaccinate us and put tracking devices in our keisters. And you know, they're all they It's just, I mean, really, I can't believe some of you guys even sleep at night. There's so much going on through your head, um, and some of it's not wrong, and it's good to question. It is good to question. But it's not good for your health for you to not take it to your father in heaven, gain as much wisdom and knowledge on a subject as you can, and then take your peace. Because that's really all you got. Right? Amen. So the other thing that I tuned into today was this awesome um, little webinar that the Leadership Institute hosted uh, this afternoon. And basically, you know, giving you... uh, ideas you know an assessment if you will of, of where you are and how to assist people in pivoting okay and and so i want to encourage you to take some inventory right now while you're stuck in the house you know or maybe you're only working a couple of days amongst other people and you're on and off certain days and you're you're alternating days with your coworkers. i don't know how your respective professions are handling all of the quarantining in place but um but if you are in the home This is a great time to kind of assess your relationships, beginning with you and yourself. (laughs) Um, How do you relate to yourself? How are you, how are you relating to God? How are you relating to faith? But the person behind your faith, right? The reason for your faith. How are you relating to your creator? How are you relating to the the person of Jesus Christ and, and the truth that he is, not just that he represented or represents now, but the truth that he is. How are you relating to that? How are you relating to your kids? Assign a value to those things, just like God assigned to you before you ever got here. Assign a value to your relationships. Look at that value assess first, just take a very personal inventory. You don't have to share it with anyone else in the family. It can be on your own little notepad and your own journal. It can take you five minutes of your time. Just assess where you are with everyone. How are your relationships? Do you guys even talk? Are you just, you know, passing each other by in the, in the, you know, in the hallway, you know, from the kitchen? You know, to the bathroom? Are the kids spending more time on social media and in their phones? And are you just do you spend your days complaining on the phone with friends, or you know, addicted and glued to your own uh, desktop, laptop, or iPhone? Um, you know, your devices to be able to continue to feed negativity and to devalue the time that you have been given here, even during the midst of this crisis. Only you can answer those questions, but. that's where I want to start. And that's where I want to leave. If you would just take some time to assign a value, your personal value system, but based on your personal value system, but assign a value to your kids, to your spouse, to your marriage, to your significant other, to your job. Right. And then I want to focus tomorrow on some of the other things that, that were brought to the forefront today with regard to how you can pivot and find not only the silver lining during these times of, of, Pandemic and, you know, um, and crisis and confusion and fear and a lot of bickering and anger. Um, but you can capitalize. You can prosper during these times. And I don't mean by exploiting um, others, but you can absolutely exploit the evil that is in this earth for the glory of God um, with godly ideas, with uh, the ability to help others. Um, the ability to, um, assist others, but help others who are going to be moving out of the storm because your job may not be there after this storm, but you're going to have a nation filled with people who have needs. So if you think of it in the context of what you do now, that may not be there at the end of all of this, your job may not return. What are some of the ideas start assigning some values first to your relationships around you. What can you do to better those relationships? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Beginning in your own mirror doesn't have to be some long drawn out thing. It does not have to lend itself to a, you know, an argument with the spouse or the girlfriend or the partner. It just I'm just asking you to take some inventory today in the midst of this crisis because you know what you guys God assigned a value to you from the foundations of his creation of this world. And so I'm excited about what is unfolding right now. I'm excited about the days to come. I'm motivated. I'm on fire. I am, I am proud of all of you for hanging in there and for, and I see some of you hanging on by your fingernails. I get it. Me too some days, but I'm proud of you for not giving up, for still being here, for still keeping the hope, even a shred of it. Um, and I'm proud of you for just being my fellow patriots. And even for those of you who don't live in my country, because I know there are many of you as well, but thank you for hanging in there another day. And thank you for holding on to hope. And definitely thank you for tuning in to me and for supporting my work. That's the only reason I'm here. Um, It is certainly not to hear myself talk, but it is to love you, to inspire you, to encourage you, and to inform and to edify you. Okay, so until tomorrow, Monica On your Talk on Twitter, Monty Matthews on Facebook, M-O-N-I-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. I will be live this Wednesday on my station in Atlanta, taking your calls on 95.5 WSB radio uh, from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'd love it if you would share that with other people. We'll have a variety of topics to choose from. Um, and, in you know some will be corona centric and others will really just be up to you and what you'd like to sound off about and um if i can answer any questions if you need encouragement if you want to share a wonderful testimony if you've lost someone i mean it's listen nothing's off the table it's my show are you kidding okay until next time be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror and remember if you're an american act like one